0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
1: Yes, welcome back to the Overnight Crowd. My name is Nathan Gibbons. I have got your company still for a couple more hours, and if you were tuned in to SEN on the SEN app or across the SEN network. You would have heard Australia resounding victors over the Black Caps. And to go through it all is a former co-host of a podcast that I used to do with this man, Dave Stevens. Thank you very much for joining us here on The Overnight Crowd. How are you, mate?
0: Mate, always a pleasure. You're always worth staying up for.
1: Oh, thank you. That I wish everyone could say that. But mate, look, it's been a long time. Um I've got some great news. I, I think I'm not hundred percent confirmed, but I've I've had my trade and trial deal and now I'm a part of the full squad. Uh and yeah, you great. I've you've been a long a long stop cricket fan for a long time. But I've got a special surprise for you here, mate. I've I've dusted off. So yeah, for the listeners at home, Dave and I used to do a podcast together. Um we probably averaged about thirty listeners. Thirty. Yeah, I'd say so. I, I looked I looked back yeah, at okay. some of the um, I looked back at some of the old episodes and there are about thirty listens yeah. on. But I uncovered I uncovered one of the best bits of production known to man and I think you put this together. I'm gonna I'm just gonna play this little <laughs> stinger that we used to run. <laughs> yeah, a trick, beautifully You're listening to a lobster. The world's best cricket now uh, that's that's probably oh. fair enough. The world's best that's cricket TV. podcast. Would that cut
0: it? Would that cut it at, uh, at your current uh, place of work? <laughs> that's pretty uh, good.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure Andy Walsh and the uh, production team who put together all the uh, stingers for the network will yep. probably have a few question marks. But look, that'll be suffice for tonight, <laughs> Dave. Now I I know before we get into the cricket, you are a massive AFL fan and you're a massive <laughs> Sydney Swans fan. Now you must be a bit a little up and about at the moment. With the Swans, they're one game game away from the grand final.
0: It is so exciting. Let me tell you, we caught up, oh gosh, several weeks ago now and you asked me what kind of season the Swans were having and I was saying it was a bit inconsistent. Boy, have we peaked at the right time. We absolutely tore Melbourne apart in that last quarter. It was a great game. Uh, It was a great finals round, actually, uh, week one. Almost, going back to the the, the last week um, of the home and away season, we almost did enough to get a home uh, final in the first week. Um, And then when we missed out, we thought it was going to be a very, very, very tough trip to Melbourne to play Melbourne in front of the MCG. Uh, But we did amazingly well. We... um, Stayed in the game for the first three quarters and then sort of pulled away at the end. It was it was amazing. And then yeah, one win away from a grand final. I can't believe it. I'm giddy with excitement. I'm gonna to start to get very, very nervous once we know who we're playing after this weekend's action.
1: Well, Dave, like you don't want to get the um the overnight crowd already offside. Now you're saying tore <laughs> Melbourne apart? <That, laughs> oh, okay. No, that's okay. Guys, uh zero four double three, ninety eight, eleven, sixteen. are we can direct <laughs> any sort of it. Any sort of abuse to Dave, he's got thick skin, he can handle it. And that's right. Tore Melbourne apart was his words. But look, oh, I'm hoping Saturday week it's a Sydney Swans versus Collingwood Magpies prelim. That yeah. would absolutely sell out in minutes, surely. <clears throat> Regardless of if think- they play the Dockers or Collingwood
0: yeah, look, it's going to be it's going to be a bumper crowd for sure, and the Collingwood looks a way better option. Uh, Freo did did pretty well um, in their in their game last week, but um, um, Collingwood at the MCG, and then look, the my favourite match apart from Buddy's one thousand, my favourite match of the whole year was Sydney versus Collingwood at the SCG, yeah. just a month or so ago. That was insane. So yeah, the scene is set for another epic epic prelim. We also beat them at the prelim final in two thousand and twelve to get into the grand final. Back then, so look, the omens are looking pretty good. I, I think it's going to be a ripper game. I'm going to be absolutely nervous. I'm going. I'm going to get get tickets no matter what it costs me. I'm going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Well, look,
1: um, I guess we'll be checking back in every now and then with you, Dave. If you do make it through the probation period, uh, obviously zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Uh, Dave's words were. Tore Melbourne apart, the Sydney Swans. Uh, in now, the look, fourth quarter. In the fourth <laughs> quarter, okay. Well, you didn't sound you didn't <laughs> say it like that, but we will move on to our first the love that probably brought us together a bit more than Aussie Rules. Uh, cricket. Australia mm. are playing the Chapel Hadley series up in Cairns of all places. Now, look, it looks like a pretty good getaway. But before we get into that, I want to ask you a question. I've been asking the listeners. Uh, on the overnight crowd cricket in August slash September, do you like it or do you not like it?
0: Oh look, I love cricket so much, but I I've been finding it a little bit hard to get into, especially. Look, there's definitely a lot of positives from a Zimbabwe to uh, to Australia, um, but it, when that happens in August, I'm just not. Yeah, I'm just not primed and ready for cricket. There's so much else going on. I'm sure I'm sure your listeners will appreciate. It. Yeah, there's probably heaps of footy fans out there. Maybe some. Uh, some fans of European football like myself. There's just there's a lot that they're competing with. Um so yeah. But I have watched it, I have I've committed. I have uh, been been getting involved and like I said, it was good to see. Um Zimbabwe out for a three match ODI series. Um and good that we took it pretty seriously. Obviously we got <laughs> embarrassed in the third game, but yeah. we we had a near full strength side. Um so that was good to see.
1: Well, it's it's been a good year for associate cricket. Now, if we, we, we sort of cast our minds back, the Netherlands have been playing a lot of cricket. I know they, they actually played England, and I think they, was it four or mm-hmm. 500 runs they conceded? But so yep. a lot of these associate yep. nations have been playing a lot of cricket because of the I, ODI Super League. So, you know, teams are sort of forced to play. So, unfortunately, for teams like Zimbabwe, look, we have played them for the first time in a very long time on our shores. I'm just not too sure how long how long it's going to be until we play them next time. But that that it sort of felt like, you know, the third match was like, here you go, guys, you've been great. Have a victory. <laughs> Cause they got, they got that close to defeating India as well. But congratulations to Zimbabwe. And look, I yeah, well like done. you, Dave. I like sport all time of year, but it's a very packed schedule around August and September. Now, Let's get to the elephant in the room. I know a lot of our audience will be from Victoria, uh, the Melbourne Renegade skipper. The curious case mm. of Aaron Finch continues. Dave, what did you yeah. see this afternoon?
0: Oh, mate, he needs the run so badly and another duck. But I've got I've to gotta say, I do feel for him. My my initial thoughts going into this series were if he doesn't perform, he's out. But look at what's happening in the batters around him. Like, Smith... Smith got the runs today. No one else got got in there. The top order failed in the first ODI against Bolt, Bolt and the uh, New Zealand pace attack. So it's not it's not as if he's the only one underperforming, but he is is extremely. Look, it, it's the captaincy that's really going to keep him as a question mark going forward. Uh, anyone else is is very much droppable form. Is the, the numbers you brought up? You've done a nice bit of research. Is in 2022 12 innings including today's duck 169 runs at 14 that is very bad
1: very yeah very bad i, I mean leadership qualities it's the it's just the the buzzword of Aaron Finch and i i heard a bit of uh, Nathan Lyon speaking at some uh, Sydney Sixers press conference and he was saying just how how important he is to to the dressing room. And, you know, he took the reins of the Australian captaincy in the white ball post the sandpaper gate. And look, he's well liked amongst the team, but there's just, there's just sort of so many times you cannot score any runs. I I was actually having a look back this morning through some of his stats. And now I've I've got a bit of uh, trivia for you. We do do truck stop trivia here on the overnight crowd. Now, uh, he was he debuted in 2013 against Sri Lanka. Uh, he was slow to get going after seven matches. His average was 15, so pretty similar to what his last 12 innings have netted him. And he scored a century in his eighth match. Now, now Dave, do you have any idea who he played against for his eighth match and his first century in uh, ODI cricket?
0: This is a, a wild turn in the dark. I'm... I'm... I'm going to guess South Africa.
1: South Africa. Ooh, close, close, but not so much. We are talking associate cricket. It was Scotland of all uh, teams. So uh, okay. And, and yep, yep, sometimes you need that country just to give yeah, you a little bit of a tune-up. Get off the mark. Yep. So, you know, you would have thought Zimbabwe was the perfect opportunity for him to come out before a T20 yeah, yeah. World Cup over in India, uh, sorry, in Australia, yeah, the and then a white summer. ball, 50 over world cup next year but look it wasn't to yeah. be for him but look our our batting lineup as, as much as our bowlers have been doing quite well in this series against new zealand our batters there's there's a few question marks surrounding but cameron green i, I posed this question to you earlier this morning do you think similarly like ben stokes had that breakout uh summer in 2019 do you think cameron yeah. Green, cameron green it's the time that he just takes charge as a triple threat well,
0: I mean, he's, you know he's got the ball on his feet. Everyone if you ever hear talk about him just talks about how excited they are, about his potential. I mean, he's already delivering on it now. That was an amazing knock that um you know took its toll physically on him in the first um, game against New Zealand the other night. Uh, and he's already performing at test level. His average with his average the ball and that both look really, really good yeah. already. Big difference between Stokes and Cameron Green is green is, you know...
1: He's yeah. an amazing
0: talent, but he's already surrounded – yeah, he's young – already surrounded by very, very, very capable, great players. Stokes is kind of the, you know, hitting on the top three players at the time that he came out and had that absolutely amazing summer. I just think with Cameron Green, look, with the upcoming summer of cricket we've got, there's just so many batsmen coming in before yeah. him. I don't think he's going to get as many opportunities to to win the match uh, as, as as Stokes – yeah. has done um, for England, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fair comparison. They're both, both brilliant. I reckon by the numbers, he'll, he'll probably leave Stokes for dead, to be honest, in terms of his batting and bowling averages, but, um, you know, it's not all about the numbers. Stokes has done amazingly well um, with his character for England for quite some years now, um, very different players. But, yeah, I, in terms of this summer, I don't know. I think we're going to expect to see more um, from him, I don't necessarily think we'll be talking player of the series sort of stuff. Um, But yeah, it's going on great.
1: Well, you just mentioned the word great. Now, and our team that does not perform very well in Australia, unfortunately, and, and I have a weird soft spot for the black caps. They, it I mean, seems, you love the Black Caps. I, I do love the Black Caps, but I, I've always liked an underdog. And it, it seems like they can be this all-conquering team who, you know, get to World Cup Finals, are number one test team in the world, and then they come to Australia, and all of a sudden, it's like when you're playing footy in the backyard with your big brother. You know, you, you yeah. might get a try here and there, but you, you're going to get a 50-4 pumping. And it's sort of what happens every time New Zealand come out to these shores. And today was no different. They had a pretty small target to chase down, and they just forgot to bat, it looks like.
0: Well, even before that, it could have been a whole lot smaller. Eight for 115 or something like that. They had him absolutely on the ropes. And then the tail end of Starkey uh, does what he, you know. That's what he can do. And Hazelwood came yeah, in Hazelwood. as well. And I think the, did... the bottom three added 75 runs
1: or something. Because, you know, usually there's some teams have a re- an out-and-out out number 11. And Adam Zamper and Josh mm. Hazelwood are neck-and-neck neck for that position. And Josh Hazelwood, yeah. led, like you said, 23 from 16. And we've seen Mitchell Starks exploits uh, in the test match for him where he sort of yeah. can hit out. But, yeah, Australia 8 for 117 when Steve Smith was departed for 61 and you thought okay here we go There's, this could be in those sort of lowest totals of all time against New Zealand yeah. but geez the tail well you know the tail enders really really showed up but yeah Trent Bolt he's having another tremendous sort of series so far four for 38 today he's sort of proving why he's the best ODI bowler in the world
0: He's great. He is just absolutely terrifying when he comes in, especially with a tiny bit of moving with the ball. I know Australians always talk about Stark. Don't get me wrong, Stark's absolute legend, especially with the white ball, but with Bolt when there's a bit of swing on offer, it just looks so dangerous for the batsman. He proved that on uh, in the first uh, ODI, all the talk was that um Williamson missed a trick by taking him out of the attack when he did. Yeah. Um but yeah, going back to your point about New Zealand, just bottling it against Australia, that would be filthy with how the first two games have been oh. I mean, in in dead set winning positions twice, yep. twice in three days and they've thrown it away completely.
1: I feel like it's, it's similar to the all blacks and the wallabies. Uh, like, you know, all yeah. usually, yeah. usually, okay. The all blacks, regardless of how good the wallabies are, the all blacks, you know, once they start flexing their muscle, there's just no comparison. And I feel like the black caps in the last few years have earned a lot of respect globally as being the nice guys led by Kane Williamson. But you know, just in Australia, the nice guy act sort of doesn't really work because they are just continuously, continuously getting beaten. I think the last time they, uh, they actually won in Australia was in 2009. And... um if you were listening on the SEN app and across the SEN network, Grant Elliott, who was commentating, was 61 not out that day. So there's another little bit of truck stop trivia for you there, Dave. Hey. But hey. I, when we used to do the podcast, we um we sort of touched on 2020 cricket, and, and this is what going next six years ago. Now it has come hey. so far in the even in the last 12 months, with you know competitions popping up in the exact same time zone as us in that Big yep. Bash window. Trent Bolt. Signed on for the Melbourne Stars, but did you pay any attention to the Big Bash draft, Dave?
0: I did, you know what, like like we always talk about with cricket, it's a pretty jammed schedule for me. I, I'm a Test cricket purist. I do I do get around the Twenty every now and then. I've already got my ticket to the the World Cup opener, which we'll get to later. Uh, but with the big bash news, I have not let that one seep into my radar. I saw a bunch of articles about the draft and stuff, and I did see that Bolt had signed on, which you know is, is huge huge news.
1: Yeah, well, Melbourne stars, uh, a lot of our listeners are obviously from Victoria, so I'm sure they'll be pumped to see uh, Trent Bolt in the green. Uh, Jimmy Neesham, who middle-order all-rounder for the mm-hmm. All Blacks, he signed on to the Adelaide Strikers. But the big sort of thing to come out of it was there were Fafdu Plus C, uh, Andre Russell and Kyron Pollard, big names of T20 cricket, who were sort of talked about to go 1, 2 and 3 in the picks, but they were left undrafted. So the coaching and the co- the sort of coaching staff in the Big Bash were saying, well, these guys are only going to play X amount of games. We're going to go for players who are sort of going to be here for most of it. So Cricket Australia thought, okay, we need to bring the star power back. So what we're going to do, we'll bring a draft. But then the clubs have turned around and said, well, these guys can't play for us anyway. We're going to have to pay them, you know, top dollar in the salary cap. Yeah. So it sort of blew up in the face a little bit of Cricket Australia. But look, we will reserve our judgment for the Big Bash until it's completed. Obviously, you can hear every game on SEN on Big Bash Nation. But you did mention in another competition that um, SEN will be broadcasting is the T20 World Cup uh, live in Australia. Now, who was Australia playing as the opener, Dave?
0: It's the New All Zealand? Blacks, yeah. the, all Modes, the Black Caps again, sorry, at, not the All
1: Blacks. At the SCG? Know, the All Blacks
0: would probably do all right. Yeah, it's at the SCG. It's going to be pretty pretty epic, of course, coming into this tournament as the holders of just, you know, nearly yep. one year ago. Uh, it's going to be pretty, pretty huge, it's just around the corner as well.
1: Well, definitely, and I I just, yeah, Australia, you'd think that they're going to go in with a very strong side. Now, a name that I, I know you don't follow your T20 cricket very closely, but a name that will come into the side, it's an unchanged side bar, this one, is Tim David. Dave, now... Ooh, yes, Dave, no, yeah.
0: he's come across my radar. He puts on the purple cap every now and again, doesn't yeah, he? That's right. Hobart, yeah, that's right. Hobart Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and
1: <laughs> he, has had, he has had nearly the most amazing 12 months jet-setting around the world. And he is this gun for hire, and he, he'll be playing somewhere in the middle order. He could even be at the top order for Australia. So I'm, I'm very excited yeah. to see how the T20 World Cup squad... Uh, handles the home World Cup and Aaron Finch. I mean, look, we we started the chat off with he's in a bit of a um, rough trot with the runs, but you think T Twenty World Cup he'll fire up surely?
0: Hopefully, and and it could be something that gets him going. I mean, I think some people might be starting to think is that is is that his swan song? Does he sort of
1: handle yeah. it all up
0: after that? But his T Twenty forms near nowhere um, you know deflating as his uh, ODI form so potentially if he gives up ODIs and carries on with the T20. But if we Then we'd have potentially three captains in three formats. So I don't know. It could could be could be a great way for him to go out if we did manage to retain it, which is obviously a very, very tall order. Um, but yeah, no, interesting, Scott. Ben McDermott, I think, would be a bit stiff to have missed out on it. Um, but yeah, look, I'm excited to see how it all, all plays out.
1: So like I said earlier, you can listen to... Ball by ball coverage of the T Twenty World Cup in Australia, which gets underway not too far. Australia will take on the Black Caps at the SCG. Now, Dave, thank you very much for joining us again on the Overnight Crowd. Uh, always appreciated.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, love it, love chatting to you, mate. Anytime. time. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll stay up nice and late and talk <laughs> sport any day of the week.
1: And um, I'll be, I'll be sure to forward all the all this slander that's come your way for. Um, <laughs> The Melbourne Demons tearing apart, being torn apart by the Sydney Swans. But yeah, Uh, Dave, I really appreciate your time, mate. I know I've chewed up quite a bit, and it's a um, you've got work bright and early tomorrow morning. So I'll let you go.
0: No worries. All right, to the Melbourne fans, I hope you know no shame losing to Brisbane this weekend either. So all good.
1: They fighting words there from Dave Stevens (laughs) as we wrap up Australia's resounding victory against the Black Caps from Cairns. Uh, In doing so, they will... Take home the Chapel Hadley series, and on Sunday will be the third match, which you can hear on the SEN app and across the SEN network. But right now it's time for a break on the overnight crowd. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, stuff is helping mental health too. Find stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck.